Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William the Opinion Updike. And I am still pretty positive, Chuck Bockler. And today we're going to be talking about the Clippers taking an L to the Warriors. A little bit of a rough one there, not a whole lot to look forward to. But hey, it is the first night of a back-to-back, and next the Clippers will be taking on the Wizards. We'll talk about what they need to do well to win that one, as well as what could go wrong. And then, it's What You Say Wednesday. Every single Wednesday we put a poll out on Twitter. We put it out on Tuesdays. That's at LockedOnClips. We want to know what you think about a given subject. This one is all about how much time should PG have to ramp up before you're nervous. So all that and more, coming up right about now. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, so the Clippers yet again fall flat offensively. Um, yeah. This time in, against the Golden State Warriors. You know, welcome to Locked On Clips, coming at you five days a week, Monday through Friday. Hey. 7 a.m. Hey, thanks for the hello. Thanks for the hello. Meg, it's your first listen. Let's get the quick part out of the way of this one, because this was not as close as the score indicates by mm-hmm. any means. Mm-hmm. Um, what did we like about this game? Uh, Batum was our leading scorer. That was good. That was fun. He had 17 points. <laughs> that was not so good. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it. his energy was good. Him and Terrence had good energy. Yeah, definitely. No one, no one else could seem to feed off it. Terrence was buzzing. He was not efficient. He was like two of nine. But he added seven boards. Um, you know, Rodney Hood came in late, had 10 points on six shots. Rodney Hood and Semi Ojale actually tied for the best plus minus on the team. They were both plus 12 in a 15 point loss. So, are you Woo! ready to eat some crow on those two? <laughs> I am not at all. <laughs> um, not at all. I will not be eating crow. Um, I mean, this is how bad it was that this is in the what we liked section. Like the Clippers mounted a quote unquote surge to like cut the deficit to 12 or whatever the hell it was like i don't know zoo had a career high in steals by somehow getting four in the first quarter nice which is great but is there okay honestly is there anything else that we liked from this game no no i I don't think so (laughs) what did we not like in this game then i mean you know we shot 30 percent from three and only scored 28 points in the paint so i i mean like there's just not a whole lot from this to like. Zoo was what, like 0 of 6, despite you know him getting some pretty decent looks around the rim. <laughs> the Clippers couldn't hit shots in the paint. Yeah. Like we shot sub 50% in the paint. Ty Lue gave the Warriors credit for taking the paint attacks away. He mentioned that we didn't share the basketball, which was very true. Um, yeah, I mean, Reggie, <laughs> we didn't get the bounce back game that we wanted. Yeah. Not even close. Two of 14 from the floor. One of five from three. Morris and Coffee combined to go seven for 22. Oh, of seven from three. The weird part was like the, the process wasn't entirely horrible, right? Like, well, and we did limit their three point attempts, which we had talked about doing, trying to funnel some stuff in the paint. But like, as we said, like that, it only works like if the, you know, if the defense is, is locked down a little bit more, um, it, it's not going to happen. If <laughs> a team outscores you by 20 points in the paint. It's we got to talk about the defense because the body language was brutal. Yeah. 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 I mean, we were down 28 at one point. Mm-hmm. Not ideal. It was 21-21 after the first quarter. Steph didn't have a very good game in this one. Yeah. Um, we couldn't take advantage of that. Clay Thompson got 15. hot. Yeah. Like 15. Yeah. Like Jordan Poole, I'm pretty sure outscored our entire bench. Like 
What was the issue with the defense? Was it just like when things aren't working offensively for this Clippers team, it seeps over to the other side of the ball? Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent, which is unfortunate because, you know, we've had such poor offense. Um, but, yeah. you know, we've been able to count on that defense consistently. But I think that, it, it, you know, you do. You do hit a wall at a certain point. Um, it's just a bummer to see it, I guess, regress so quickly after being on a bit of a roll, albeit <laughs> yes. against, you know, competition that is, you know, easier. Not good. For sure. Yeah. Um, Rockets and Lakers, not good teams right now. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, yeah, I don't know. I would just, I would hope that you could carry over some of that sort of momentum and vibe. Well, uh, even just the into, momentum into from it. how bad the Knicks game was. Yeah. That's what I think makes this game a little more frustrating than even the game against the Knicks, right? Like Eastern Conference opponent, you know, sometimes you just have stinkers, right? No one thinks that we're going to get two of those Reggie performances in a row. No one thinks Zoo's going to miss every single shot he takes. Yeah. Um, there just wasn't, there wasn't, it felt like there wasn't a sense of urgency. That's fair. I guess I would not have put this one in the same tier as the next game, personally. Do you think that we, we were better in the next game? No, I think the Knicks loss is way worse. <laughs> That's fair. Um, no, Robert Covington was a nightmare for the Clippers bench defense. Of course. Yeah, and this is like what we talked about in the game preview. Yes. I was saying I, I didn't quite know if we would have this one. And, I mean, there's not really a whole lot to elaborate on, but, like, it's not a surprise that Brandon Boston Jr. getting you know, Rocco's minutes that the team isn't as good on defense. Yeah. <laughs> like, he covers the baseline so well and just shores up some defensive issues and like sneaky ways for the bench lineup. And when he's gone, the bench almost has to go bucket for bucket. Yeah, they're not really getting stops. Well, especially, yes. I mean, like this, you know, this Warriors bench is pretty strong. Yes, and it was. And it was strong against this this Clippers defense. But I mean, I, I know the, the recap isn't as in-depth as it usually is, but like this was just this was an annoying game to watch. Yeah, um, this is a bad game. It's a I bad know. game. How are we feeling? We got it's the first night of the back to back. You know? How are we feeling? I mean, I guess I guess we were due for like a little bit of a, of a skid, you know? Sure. Hope that it doesn't end up being a, a three game skid, but uh Yeah, I don't I, I mean It's hard when you have two games where like you can kind of be like, oh, we can just throw this one out and focus on the next one in a row. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, I guess that the only thing that's concerning is, you know, like just these issues seem to be popping up. The same issues pop up more and more. And then as you have guys like Reggie, who like even after this kind of rest, it's it's a little unclear like what this toll of, of this season and how much he's been expected to do is like really weighing on him. Or um, and we talked about those minutes the other day. Yeah, the minutes just keep going up. Like, and, well, and then even some of these other bench guys who, like, I, I think have you know, for the most part, overperformed. Right? Sure. I, I, I don't think, think that's though, crazy to say at all. I, I think that you know, at a certain point, um, it it makes sense that some things would regress to the means. And I'm I'm not saying that that's the type of team that this Clippers team is. Sure. You know, like I still think that this is. You know, even without essentially any top tier talent, about a five hundred team. <laughs> Very true. Yes. Um, on on the margins, but you know, like you got to work a lot harder than any other team on a night in night out basis, and, and especially a, a rested 
Steph, arrested Clay, arrested Wiggins. Yeah, and, and like that's I mean it's it's just gonna catch up with you. And and I'm not saying that it's permanent or anything, but um yeah, I, I do think that it it makes sense. Yes, this yeah, you know, like that's I a like good I, call. like I'm not overall that frustrated. It's like well, if yeah, Kawhi and PG were healthy, this would be sense. a what the hell's going on. Oh, of course. Stretch. Yeah, of course. But that's of a course. good call. Because I was getting a little caught up just watching this game and just like, what the hell are we doing? And it's just like this. You got to remember a lot of stuff just <laughs> with what this team has. A lot of stuff has to go right for this team to play 500 ball. And yeah. like it just that and just win is, a game and yeah, that, that yeah. just is what it is. And then like, so, yeah, I mean, when. They not even like play at the baseline that we expect. Like, yeah, yeah. you're gonna take a loss to the third best team in the Western Conference. <laughs> yes, very good call. Um, and we got another scoring drought, which was always fun to see. Um, 15 points in the second quarter, real quick, not ideal. Um, coming up, we're gonna be previewing the game the day you're listening to this, so a, a very quick chance for the Clippers to bounce back, which is good, I guess. Uh, but first, we gotta give a shout out to Bill Bar. Will, did you know that Bill Bar has so many delicious flavors? I did not. It has so many. What do they got? Coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. My favorite flavor right now, these days, mint brownie. Mm. It's a nice little treat, you know, mm. a little refreshing with that mint. Yummy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I say every time when I bite into it. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. It's fantastic. Not only are Built Bars great tasting, they're healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams sugar, only 4 to 5 grams net carbs, all tasty, all healthy flavors. Bill Bar is also the official bar of the U.S. track and field team. That's neat. Pretty neat. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 50% off your order. One more time, use promo code LOCKEDON for 15% off at Built.com. All right, so now the Clippers on the second night of a back-to-back are taking on the Wizards. Chuck. What do we need to do well to get this win? I mean, so this is a double-edged sword here. Do we go down more than 35, or do we not go down by more than 35? New record? <laughs> so here's the thing. Are the Wizards going to be mad enough about this to like try and really stomp us? Is this extra motivation? Are they that team? I don't think. because like, I think if you're a really good team... And you let a team come back down from 35, you're like, we got to show these MFers yeah. what oh, we're all about. I agree with you 100%. And I just... <laughs> I don't think the Wizards are that team. Are the Wizards that team, though? <laughs> really? <laughs> um, what realistically we have to do, let's show up in the paint. Yeah. The Wizard shot profile is one that's a little terrifying. They take the eighth most two-pointers uh, per game in the league, hit them with the sixth best field goal clip in the league. So it's kind of set this up to make not a good time. And what are our legs going to look like defensively, right? Like, Batum played 26 minutes, which isn't crazy, but he was expending a lot more effort than seemingly anyone else other than maybe Terrence Mann. Yeah. Against the Warriors. Zoo only had 22 minutes since he was a nightmare. Um, we're not sure if Roko's going to be back, but damn, would it help a lot. It would. What it are would. we thinking these legs look like? What are we concerned about? Who do you want to see step up? Other than Marcus Morris, which I feel like we have to say that every game since the All-Star break. <laughs> I mean, well, I think that with the Wizards kind of shot profile, I, I'm hoping that we can get another like anchor performance from Zoo. Yes. Um, probably won't need to lean on him offensively, but the Wizards are the fifth worst three-point shooting team <laughs> by percentage. <laughs> okay. They also take the second fewest threes 
per game. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's a lot less ground for him to sort of have to cover. Like, yeah. Cover. I would hope that, you know, with that, you, we can we can kind of figure it out. Because I, I do think that some of where the issues come in in the paint is, is like, just some of these miscommunications that that pop up on on defense, um, just kind of you know losing guys. We saw um, so many. It felt like the Warriors, like so. Like obviously Steph's gravity is a lot different than anyone else on the Wizards oh, of right course. now. Yeah, but they were putting Zoo in motion, and it just felt like no one knew where anyone else was going to be. Yeah, and and I think that that's kind of been a hallmark of like these last couple of losses is, mm-hmm. has just been. I, I think that there's been some miscommunication there and some frustration, and I don't really. I guess I don't know how that rears its head, but I guess it's kind of like I was talking about in the last segment, like at a certain point, you know, like everybody is sort of outkicked their coverage to a point where it makes sense that you're, you know, you're going to have a regression below the means for yes, some games. For sure. Um, what else uh, do we need to do? Well? Win the boards. And I know that we say that basically every game. Hey, you. I would love it if we did it every game. <laughs> but the Wizards are, they're not a great rebounding team. Um, they're just outside the bottom five in total rebounds, which isn't obviously the whole picture. Sure. They are, uh, not a great offensive rebounding team. Uh, the, actually the fourth worst by percentage. And now this is an area where I, I think that the Clippers can sometimes get punished, especially as like on those second chance points. Yes. Uh, so I think if we can, <laughs> I think if we can limit those, um, with, you know, the shot profile that the Wizards have and our defense, I just feel like we have a pretty solid chance in this one even though it is the second night of a back-to-back right even though the shot profile like some of those kind of teams that take a lot of shots in the paint really give us trouble um i have a little bit more confidence in this one yes than against the rest of the warriors that's fair going into what could go wrong if our offense isn't able to make shots this like kind of new look <laughs> wizards team can take advantage so chris Tapps has only played one game for them so he's not really going to be a factor. But since the Chris Tapps trade, the Wizards offensive rating is six points higher than their season average. Um, Beal's been out. So it's just kind of hard to know what to expect, right? Like we don't know who's going to contribute. Kyle Kuzma's averaging 23 points a game since the trade. His season average is 17. Uh, KCP is plus five in points per game since the trade. Like it seemed like everyone really did hate Spencer Dinwiddie this much. <laughs> and, now, and now he's the inside man taking down the Mavs. Yeah, which, I'm, which we're all totally fine with. But like, what do we do if this offense hits a wall and will it only be one wall? Well, I, I think it's, it's inevitable, uh, inevitable that it's going to hit a wall. Sure. And also, like, teams are not shooting that well against the Wizards. They have a top Dude, don't 10. don't like that. They have a top 10 opponent field goal percentage, which is obviously the field goals that your opponent makes against you. Sure. Uh, theirs is 52%. Opponents making about 52% of shots, uh, which is top 10, as I said. Clippers are actually fourth in opponent field goal percentage. But hey. 51%. Oh, so, okay. Neck and neck. Uh, very neck and neck <laughs> as far as that goes. But I, I, I think that this, you know, could spell sort of a bad run for the Clips. Um, we've seen worse worse defenses uh make this offense look silly so that's definitely something to be concerned about yeah i mean like the knicks i'm a little i'm a little nervous about this one strictly just if we would have come out and showed like a a bunch of fight against the warriors and it actually was kind of like a 12 point game or whatever it seemed like um at one point in this one instead of being what it was which was 
a blowout that thankfully didn't, you know, last the whole time. <laughs> like we didn't lose by 30. Yeah. We were down by 30. We didn't lose by 30. I would feel different. But the fact that we've had these two rough performances, we got we need a Reggie game. We I don't know, man. The second time back to back. I know. I'm I just saying we got some need. race. That's what some, I'm some rest. Yeah. That's what I'm nervous about. Um, I'm and you know, Batum talked about it in the post game. He was like, We just we need to not let up. Yeah. Like we need to continue the style of play. What's your prediction for this one? Like, what version are we getting on the second night? In this, these past two games clips, what does second night of a back-to-back of this rough stretch look like? Do we get the dub? Are we getting back on track? I think you don't want to lose three straight. I think most people would agree with you on that. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I, I think that, you know, the, the, and this team has overall played, you know, solidly in back-to-backs. We're, we're used to it. Yeah. Oh, we've been there. Um, let's get this dub. It's doable. Yeah. Hoping for some bounce back games from quite literally everybody on the team. <laughs> right? Like that's not crazy to say. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, that, that would be ideal. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking what you say Wednesday, uh, as well as some quote unquote news on Kawhi Leonard and then some actual news on Jason Press. All right, so we're, we're talking what you say Wednesday. Every single Tuesday, we put a poll out on Twitter that's at Lockdown Clips. I know everything's funky. It's the day before. We record <laughs> the, the shows the day before. But anyways, uh, we always ask a question, and we want to know what you think about a given subject. This one is all about sort of Paul George's ramp up. Um, right now, it's still no timeline, to be clear. None at all. <laughs> um, but let's say... In, in a scenario, you know, not saying the craziest, not saying the likeliest, just saying a scenario. Paul George has only five regular season games to ramp up. Would you still want him to come back this year? That was the question. Chuck, what did people have to say? Well, 86% of people want him to come back. Uh, 14% said no, mm-hmm. which shout out to the 528 people who voted. Um Caleb Daniels said yes, largely because this seems to be an uncommon injury for the sport, as opposed to a more concerning leg injury that could rear its head repeatedly if he rushes. Don't want to rush no matter what, just see little risk in playing him. A lot of people basically saying he's good enough to get into the rhythm in five games, which is true. Um, I will point out for what it's worth, the last five games of the season for the Clippers, the last two are a back-to-back. So this is effectively PG's playing in four games. Yeah, yeah. Um... I would assume, <laughs> unless Ty just loses his mind. But where are you on this? Do you think five games is enough? Because I personally, I'm not doubting PG's ability or anything like that. Five games feels about right on the, the thin line for what I'm comfortable with. I, I would say at that point, you're definitely coming up against the threshold. And I, I like that you bring up the, you know, the second, the last game is a back-to-back. So effectively, if there's five games less left on the schedule, he's playing one. And the less play game. is the day after, um, <laughs> or the second day, a day after. And then I don't have the playoff schedule in front of me, but depending on what that rest schedule is like, let's just assume horrible. I gotta like I, five games, even like I'm saying it's right on the threshold, but that's gotta be as close to a no for me, <laughs> yeah. as you can get. Because if someone it, said with, four, I would say. No, <laughs> like with me still like leaning towards yes, because I, I just do think it's important to get those reps in if he's healthy enough 
to play productive minutes. Yeah, right? absolutely. If we're trying to make a punch at an actual contention thing, misguided. If we're sure. trying to be if like... If we're only getting one back. Yeah, yeah. Quote, and, unquote, only. You guys know what I'm saying. But like... If, if we're getting one player back and it's because they're healthy and ready to go and not because we're like, this is our window, we're going to try to seize it. But yeah. like, hey, let's get some reps in. See what happens. You know? Yeah. Just see what happens. That's legit. Um, I would I would say yes, which I don't know if that's the ever a conversation that goes on. <laughs> but I Let's that's, see what happens. That's, Lawrence Frank is just shrugging a bunch. <laughs> that's Steve what Oliver. I would like for it to be. And so for what it's uh Ty Lu told Chris Haynes that he wouldn't play them in the playoffs without ramp up time, both Kawhi and PG, which makes total sense to me. You're I not, think hundred percent reasonable. You're not dropping guys in the playoffs against uh, also we're not going to the playoffs as a, a home seed right <laughs> like, yeah we have to play an extra game to get into these playoffs most 99 percent likely so i think that makes total sense um but it's some tinfoil toque time we're going north of the border for our hat style okay um for this one so pg was dressed for shoot around today pro la murray all right he's got the tinfoil uh you know folding to make these hats Kawhi leonard also was doing his pre- first media workout. His first media workout per uh, Chris Haynes. This was a rigorous <laughs> workout. So we've got explosive box jumps and rigorous, rigorous pregame shoot arounds. Here's my thing. The tinfoil toque is on. Um, why would he be out there if there wasn't a possibility of him coming to play basketball? Got to get those ticket sales up, man. For the Warriors? <laughs> um, but seriously, why is he out there? Yeah. Why is Kawhi Leonard, yeah, of all players, doing a rigorous workout by himself? Yeah, at an away, a, game? just a very un-Kawhi <laughs> thing to do. Yeah, like, is that crazy? I don't know. Come on. I, no, I like where your head's at. I like where your hat's at. I appreciate. Uh, hey, I appreciate that. And I, there's got to be like, there's got to be something to this. It's. You know, it it's like we just keep talking about though. Like we just keep getting one non-update essentially after sure. one non-update. And then just like but, footage. Yeah, and, and like they're like kind of marginal and you have to read a lot of tea leaves to like You're slowing the footage down and you're in zooming <laughs> exactly. and enhancing. Exactly. When what what is really gonna happen is one game it like do, before one game during this season, one or both of these players are gonna be listed as questionable and everyone's gonna be like, huh. And then they're going to play. <laughs> yeah. And that's going to be it. Where it. Like, that's how it's going to happen. Yes. And all of this being said, Ty was asked if Kawhi Leonard was cleared for contact. His exact answer was no. He was also asked even just one-on-one, and his, his exact answer was no. Ty Lue also somehow hasn't even seen Paul George, based on what he said to me, and Kawhi even look at a basketball. <laughs> I think the last time that Ty Lue saw Paul George was the game where he got hurt, based on what he said in December of last year. Ty Lue hasn't wears, seen anything. He, he wears blue blockers in the gym anytime that, <laughs> yeah. anytime that those guys are working out. 100%. So Ty's not going to give us I anything. also just think Ty wants to so little. Never no, talk about this again. <laughs> no coach wants to get involved in, in like sort of the injury stuff, like the, you know, the timeline training rehab right. stuff, because like, you're just setting yourself up to either, you know, leak information that like it should be private or, yeah. you, you know, like you're, you're just not putting yourself in a good position. But Ty Lu to me, even more so is like, 
I'm doing the opposite of getting involved. He's in this. so busy. <laughs> he is so busy with what this current situation with the Clippers. He's, he's got like, his work cut out for him already, and he's with done a great team. job. Yeah. Yes, but he does not need to add maybes. You know, if maybes and buts, okay, and he's enough. Um, we'd all be full or whatever the saying is. Um, we'd have a bunch of candy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I don't know, but that don't put your tinfoil hats away, please. Definitely not. Definitely. Definitely not. not. Um, no, th- this, I will say though, this I'm, is the, the, the most update of the non updates. Yes. But rigorous pregame work. Yeah. Good to see. Uh, speaking of injured Clippers, Jason Preston is famously a Clippers player. Um, La Murray said that Preston estimates that he's about three weeks away from being able to fully practice. Um, so the debut is still on track for the regular season. Um, cool. Nice. Absolutely no idea what to expect. Um, seems like he's bulked up, which is good. Good for him. Good for him. And yeah, I'm not sure if he'd play in the regular season. Maybe that very last game, which is the second out of a back-to-back. But yeah, good for Preston, I guess. Not, I guess. Good for Preston. Recovering from injury is a giant pain in the ass, especially as a rookie. Yeah, yeah. Good, good for Preston. I always just feel so bad for for guys like this who, you know are a little bit of a longer ways away, a little bit of a raw prospect. Sure. And then to have that combined with like an injury in, in your first year. Not, it's like scrub too. Not, yeah, and like, like not really luck. even, you know, get the chance to like show off your skills really even in the G League and kind of like yeah. grow at, at, at this. Have a 56er, you know. You know like, yeah. Like Brandon Boston. Yeah. At this like next kind of stage of your professional career. I think that's really, really brutal. So. Yeah, I think he'll have a good offseason, though. Preston is the kind of guy who, from everything we've seen, is going to work hard to stay in shape and come back better. Yeah, definitely. Which is great. Um, So shout out Jason Preston. That about wraps it up. Bit of a, hey, let's get this dub. Let's do it. That's all we're worried about. Thursday's episode, recap of Clippers vs. Wizards with potentially a special guest host, which is one of our buddies, (laughs) because Will's unavoidably detained. Uh, (laughs) A Thirsty Thursday segment. Of course, whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland, Will, if someone wanted to listen about how the Clippers, you know, sometimes hit scoring droughts and might get some injured guys back, where could they tell other people to listen to our podcast? Uh, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts or the podcast app on your mobile device. We're also on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Diesel. We're on Amazon Music. You can always tell your smart speaker to play Lockdown Clippers. Ooh, we're pretty cool. It's, it is pretty cool. We're also on pretty cool pods, I Yes, yeah, living in the future. We mentioned it up top, but we do come at you Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific. Make us your first listen, or else? Oh, whoa, all right. I love how ominous these are. I have been Positive Truck Locklear. And I am William the Opinion Updike, and as always, we appreciate you.